Hey guys, Erica here. Just want to say a couple things before the episode gets started. Uh, I guess number one, trigger warning for death-related topics. I mean, it's not like super heavy, but there is death topics. Um, we talk a little bit about domestic violence in the first segment of the story. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. And we hope you guys enjoy this episode and get weird. Hey guys, welcome to the Weird on Purpose podcast. I'm Erica, your weird roommate. I'm Noelle, your weird roommate, and today we have a very special guest. It's my weird fiance, DJ. Yay, DJ. (laughs) (laughs) So Noelle, you want to tell our listeners what just happened before we started recording? uh, Approximately 0.25 seconds ago, um, I was, we were going over the intro and as you all know, in episode one, I talked about Francisco, my, my spider dude that someone just came to our front door and robbed from us. Um, well, I turned to DJ and was, was like, oh, I'm going to call you this. And then my brain went to call him Francisco. <laughs> and I don't know why. And he's really, really offended. She I wants her fiance spiders. to be a spider. Yeah. That's what I'm into so, now. She's into those eight legs. She got it. God. Fucking- <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So this morning I was very like, okay. Disclaimer. If you're listening to this. It's the day after my birthday. So I'm very, very hungover. Um, me more so than anyone, because I got smashed, um, <laughs> smashed last night. And when I was laying in bed this morning, DJ had gotten up and gotten himself breakfast. And I look at him, and I'm just like, "Can you imagine if spiders had five fingers on all eight of their legs?" It's forty-five fingers. That's too many fingers. <laughs> and then he looks me dead in my face, and he goes, "How do you know they don't?" <laughs> And I was, like, horrified for a moment, and then I, like, went back and thought about it, and I'm like, well, if you look at, like, microscopic, like, um, like, the, like, the view of a tarantula's foot under a microscope, it's like a little paw, a little put. Yep. So he doesn't have fingers, he has, like, kind of claw things. Yeah. Um, they're little dudes. And, and you want to fuck one. I don't want to <laughs> fuck spiders. I really don't. I, there's this group on Facebook called, I came here to chew gum and fuck spiders and I'm all out of gum. That's upsetting. I don't want to be... There's a group on Facebook for everything. Like a tag yeah. like a tag group. It's There's one, my favorite one, personally. Oh, God! Sorry, DJ just showed me a picture of... You know the spiders from Harry Potter? Yes. Um, That have the hands? He just showed yeah. me one of those, and now I'm upset. But anywho, there's a group on Facebook. As my current favorite meme is... um OMG, this is so sad. Alexa, play Despacito. There's one on Facebook called, OMG, this is so sad, allow me to play you Despacito on the world's smallest Alexa. Can you stop with showing me pictures of spiders, please? This one was special. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Anyway, so today is our uh, spooky episode. We're also recording much earlier in the week than we usually do. Because DJ and I will be out of town this Thursday. Yeah, so we're only recording this like the day we released... The second episode. So yeah, um, this is our spooky episode, and we're all gonna have like a, a spooky and or conspiracy kind of thing to talk yeah, about. Yeah, basically just like weird stuff. So this is our this will be weird stuff number one. So okay. yeah, so every we'll have weird stuff specials every every once a month, um, and then of course a spooktacular special on Halloween when it comes around. Yeah, Halloween um, will be a good time but for I, I have a very interesting case to present today. I feel like it's one that does not get enough attention. I'm really big into the like the like the spooky unsolved mystery 
conspiracy theory-esque yeah. community on YouTube. And I'm just going to read my favorite creepypasta. And DJ and I are going to fight about the moon landing. Yeah, so <laughs> get Didn't ready happen. for that. Uh, and I might actually witness a murder today. A murder so... or the end of a budding marriage. Yeah, so buckle in, boys and girls, and non-binary people. Yeah. Guys, gals, non-binary pals. We're not Thomas Sanders. We can't. We can't <laughs> chomp his. I'm bit. coming for his brand. <laughs> okay, we'll 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 just go into Noel's story right after this. I'm ready. Okay, Noel, take it away. Hello. So today I bring you. Um, I present to you for approval. Um, so this is the strange case of Joyce Carol Vincent. Um, I have seen, I've always been so fascinated by this case. It's like, it's really morbid to say that, but it's always one that's like been fascinating to me. Um, because I feel like it's really, really interesting and nobody really talks about it in the like, (laughs) bless you, in the like spooky unsolved community. Um, so Joyce Carol Vincent was a London woman and she, um, she died of unknown causes in December of 2003. Um, her body was not discovered until January of 2006. She went undiscovered in her in her bedsit in London for three, almost, for over two years. For over two in her, years. In her where? A bedsit. So it's like a flat, like an apartment oh. um, in London. And she went undiscovered for over two years. Wow. Dead um, had to stink. Well, but here's the thing. So when her body was discovered... It was so badly decomposed. It was essentially completely skeletal at that point. And it was so badly decomposed, it was impossible to perform a proper autopsy on her. Um, And it was so badly decomposed that it began to fuse to the bed. Jesus. Um, She was discovered surrounded by Christmas presents that she had wrapped. Um, It's never been known who they were addressed to, but I believe that they were addressed. Um... And her heating and television were still running when they found her, when they discovered her. Um, Her bills were being continuously paid by automatic debit, card payments, and debt forgiveness. Oh, wow. Um, Neighbors thought that the flat was unoccupied. And they chalked the smell up to nearby trash cans. So they thought that the smell that was exuding out of her apartment was coming from trash bins. Okay, wait a minute. I have smelled decomposing bodies before. I hate that that's happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you cannot mistake that smell for anything except for maybe your cat Argentina. <laughs> um, there was also no window that offered a clear view into the flat, so nobody knew that she was gone, that was deceased. Hmm. Um, and then drug addicts frequented that area, which is probably why no one questioned the noise coming from the TV. Um, and half of... The payment for her rent was covered by the Metropolitan Housing Trust. Um, but however, for two years, 2,400 pounds in unpaid rent had accrued. And that was that caused the housing officials to repossess the flat and ultimately discover her body. Um, there, was, there was nothing to point to foul play, but there are some theories about how she may have passed. Um, and it's, it's given to like her life history, which we'll go into. Um, but she had to be identified by dental records, and she did have a boyfriend at the time of her death, 
um, and police were unable to locate him. Did she have, like, no family that was, like... So, that's the thing. So, she, um, she was born in Hammersmith in October of 1965. So, she... I'm trying to remember how old she was at the time that she passed away. Um, I believe she was... She was 38 when she passed away. And so, she did have, um... Her father was alive, um, but her mother had passed away when she was 11 years old, but she did have four older sisters. Um, she had an, a strained relationship with her father because he was emotionally distant. Um, and he, she claimed that he had died in 2001 when he had actually died in 2004. So he passed away not knowing that she was gone because she was, she passed away in 2003, but was not found until 2006. Um, so she began working in a sec as a secretary in at the OCL in the city of London. Um, and she spent time, or she worked there in the Treasury Department of, of Ernst and Young for four years, but resigned in 2001 of March of 2001 for unknown reasons. And she actually spent time in a domestic abuse shelter because she had um, been with. A man and it was speculated that she was ashamed of domestic abuse and did not want to be traced by her abuser so she detached herself from her family and she became very estranged from all of them um, and there was really no like no big dramatic kind of like explosive confrontation between her and her family she just gen genuinely genuinely pushed them farther and farther away um and she moved into a bedsit flat in Woodgreen, which is where she ended up passing away um the flat was owned by the metropolitan housing trust and was used to house victims of abuse um and so the reason that nobody really thought anything of it specifically her family is because they had tried to make contact with her um unfortunately at the time that they had been sending her letters she was already dead hmm. um so the theories behind what may have killed her um it's believed she may have passed from an asthma attack asbestos um well no because she was she was known to have asthma so it's believed that she may have passed from an asthma attack and then there's also the theory that be that she had complications from a peptic ulcer. Okay. Um, because she had been hospitalized for two days from vomiting up blood. And those were um, given as suggested possible causes of death. There is theories that she was possibly strangled um, by a boyfriend or an ex-boyfriend. And at that point, there there was really not a way to do. Of course, her 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 remains were skeleton at that point. There was no flesh left, so it's believed that there's a it's a theory. It's there's no ground to it because again, there's no sign of break in. There's no sign of forced entry. There's no sign of foul play. When she was discovered, she was discovered lying on her back. But there's a, a theory that she was. Um, she was murdered, that she was strangled by an ex-boyfriend because, again, she did, she was a domestic abuse victim. And at that point, there would have really, 
depending on how it was done, if she was smothered, there wouldn't have been a way to tell because there was no, yeah, there was no, no flesh left. Yeah. Um, obviously, if she had been strangled by hand, that may have been a, a bit more present because oftentimes there's damage to like parts of the neck bone. Um, I personally don't believe that. And of course, if any if anyone's listening to this in her family, um, I mean, no disrespect. I I don't have any kind of criminal back or criminal uh, psychologist background or what the word is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's just a theory that's floated around. Um, to me, it is perplexing that nobody. If I even if I had estranged family members, if they hadn't talked to me in years. Um, I would be concerned. I would have filed. Nobody f- ever filed a missing persons report. Um, nobody ever questioned why they never saw her again. Nobody, none of her neighbors noticed she was gone. The landlord never noticed she was gone. Again, like, it, it makes sense that that the landlord maybe didn't question because he was receiving half of the payment. Um, but no, it's, 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 it's really jarring. Nobody noticed. She sat there for two years, over two years, just just decaying in this in this flat, and nobody said a word. So is this? I'm sorry, I didn't hear it. Um, was this in like? I knew you said it was England. Is this like Britain, or was this one of the? It was in London. Okay, so yeah, it was in one. It was one of the bigger. No. No, no. Was it one of the small towns? Well, the I believe towns? it was because I don't know exactly where Wood Green is. Yeah, but it's not one of the big ones you hear about. No, so. yeah. But, but I mean, the fact she was estranged from her family and nobody really questioned it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm estranged with mine, a lot of members of mine, and they don't hear from me for four or five years at a time. They don't think nothing of it. Yeah. So, the and the sisters, and that's not to say that I don't think that her family ever stopped trying to find her necessarily um, because her sisters hired a private investigator and they found the location she was living at, and they had tried to write her letters again, like I said, but at the time she was already dead, and they received no response, so the family assumed that she had deliberately broken ties with them. Um, They assumed that she didn't want to to speak to them or be found. Um, So I I don't fault her family, of course, and I don't fault anyone, and nobody should. But the fact that none of her neighbors ever said anything, they, they were, none of them were concerned enough to say, we haven't seen this woman, you know, we haven't seen any of our neighbors, um, is so strange to me. Granted, we don't, we, we, of course, we live in an apartment. We don't know our neighbors very well. I, I, but I, I don't think we would notice if they were gone necessarily, um, and that's that's what's perplexing to me. That's so worrisome to me. Like, it's it's crazy how people don't observe each other very very well. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I think the the only neighbors that and I never interact with them that I would probably notice if they went gone. And once again, this only be during like the school year, is I wouldn't hear the kids for our one neighbors mm-hmm. clumping out up the stairs mm-hmm. every day. I think what's the weirdest to me. Is that she had Christmas presents. Yeah. So she was obviously close enough to people to buy them Christmas presents. Yeah, to and somebody, they right? did exactly. not notice and that they, that they, never... they never released. Because I believe that they were labeled. 
and they were addressed and they've never uh, but there's no been no reason to because there's no investigation yeah. this this case to them was seen very open and shut um and again I, I personally don't think there was any kind of foul play I I think she probably died from complications of her ulcer because it sounded it was bad enough to put her in the hospital and it sounded like it was it was something very severe mm. um but it is it is weird to me that she obviously was close enough to somebody to send them Christmas presents. Um, there is speculation behind that that she was probably addressing them to send to her sisters. Um, because though she remained estranged from them, she she more than likely was still sending them gifts on birthdays and, and things like that. Mm. Um, so that could be a thing there. But my other thing is if she had a... She, she, it said that she had a boyfriend at this time. And he never, never was was concerned enough to say, I haven't seen her in, in months. I haven't seen her in days. I haven't seen her in weeks. Um, well, I mean, ghosting isn't exactly uncommon. I know. In the but, year 2000. I know. But it's it's still, it, I mean, it's like when we weren't living together, if you, if I hadn't talked to you in days, I would have called your parents and been like, where is he? <laughs> I am concerned. Stalked my mom on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and that, I mean, that could be just me coming, I, it, there were times where I hadn't talked to you in hours, and I'd be like, where is he? <laughs> but, I know. Um, After it's, 50 it's, phone calls in 10 minutes. I don't think, I don't want to step out of line and say, I feel that no one cared, because of course her family did. They made the effort to find her. But, but the fact that nobody, she, she was there for two and a half years, years, sitting in that apartment. And, and her TV was still running. And her, I, I believe she even had a cup of tea next to her that sat there completely unfinished. And her heating was still running and her power was still running. And and her landlord made no, and, and of course, I don't know if there was necessarily a landlord, but if there was. Some kind of property if, owner. It, here in our property, if we were only making half of our payment. We'd be gone in a month. Not even that, but I think I would feel it would raise concern if they, knowing that, like, say we we had a trust that paid half of our rent and the other half wasn't being paid and that went three months in a row, I f and we normally pay our rent, I feel like that would raise some red flags. What did you say his girl's name was? Joyce Vincent. Joyce, I I just still find it. Now I know you said that she wasn't working anywhere at the time, mm -hmm. which brings question is how long did that freaking money last? But. Nobody, just no boyfriend, no passerbys, nobody at the bar she would go to. Yeah, places she probably Nobody frequented. just went, like, you know, I ain't seen Joyce in, like, six months. What the hell? Yeah. you think somebody would say and, something. Um, there is actually a documentary, um, and, and by documentary, it, it, there, it, there's, um, what do you call them? Oh, I can't think of the word. But there's a documentary about it called Dreams of a Life. Um, you actually have to rent it on Amazon. It's no longer on Netflix or anything like that. But it talks about this case a bit more extensively and talks about her early life and talks about um, the domestic abuse that she faced. And um, she was a very, very beautiful woman, very striking. Um, and she had many suitors. And it goes into depth about that. And um, the theory about her, like foul play being involved that was baked up by the internet and that's why i don't put that much stock into it um again i i think this case is interesting because of how unusual it is 
and, and I say unusual, like, there, there's been cases of bodies that haven't been found for 10 years. Um, but those ones... Not often in cities. No. And those ones are a little bit different. Like, the one that I'm referencing, a woman died in, in her home, and her son lived with her. And I don't remember exactly what the reason was he gave, but he left her in the foyer where she died for 10 years and never told anyone. And she just... They, her neighbors, because she was older, had assumed that she'd passed away, um, and that the funeral was very quiet, and that maybe they just didn't have a funeral for her, but she, he never told authorities, he never told his siblings, never told the rest of his family, he just left her there, and, um, he never really gave a Strong cause for it. case of denial is probably, probably, what it sounds like probably. to me. Is I, I, I feel that it. he was probably very hyper-dependent on her, and he really Some didn't Bates know. Bates Motel stuff going yeah. on there. Yeah, and um, so that case is a little bit different because, like, people were concerned. People did ask and question where she was. Um, and he he had all the power in his hand to, to tell people what had happened, and he, he concealed that. So that's a little bit different. Um, or there's cases of, like, people who, uh, specifically a woman who, who, who overdosed in her car and was left in the parking lot of a walmart for three months um it's 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 that's crazy to me because people had to have passed that car every day um but this one has always struck me it's always been so i just can't imagine like somebody missing for that long and just being there and it's it's so crazy because it's almost like they said it was like the apartment was frozen in time and it, it was it was very eerie. Yeah, um, it was five years that date, everything. And <laughs> and um, and I do agree with you. Um, I feel the smell would have been overwhelming. It like, really, really would have. It's like it's psychologically amazing how much people can rationalize and ignore things. Yeah, like it. It's we like the, it's either only... feel like it's kind of like the Kitty Genovese case. In that we feel like it's it's either not our place to do something about it, or somebody or else will do something. That someone about else will do something about it. it so yeah, we yeah, ignore it's a it. Your effect, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you know, I'm not going to report this. It's been going on for a while. Somebody must have said something, and yeah. since nothing's happened about it, they must determine nothing to worry about. Mm -hmm. But I know at the very least, I'd be bitching at my landlord or whatever. Like, man, this shit stinks. You need to <laughs> empty the dumpster more often or lower my fucking rent. <laughs> I ain't paying. What are we paying? thousand dollars a month or so yeah right now i ain't paying a thousand dollars a month for a house that smells like dead ass i'm not doing that um and it's just like these cases of of bodies being found in their homes that have been there for years and years and years are always so perplexing to me um like i've said this one is always, i've always had a special interest in it it's always been a little bit more like striking to me um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of my case for the day. <laughs> um, it's, again, I, I don't mean any offense or any disrespect to the family. Um, I've always said, I think it's just a very interesting case. I, again, I don't put a lot of stock in the, in the foul play theory. I've always thought it was probably that, the, the ulcer that, that killed her. Um, but I, I, I do question, and again, I, I, I know her family was concerned. I know that they tried to find her. Um, and they, again, had a very strange relationship with her. But you would, you would think somebody must have realized. Somebody must have 
anywhere, like a grocery store she frequented, maybe Somebody a bar she frequented, a coffee shop. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's it's this this concern with ourselves Does sometimes. Overload detachment. Exactly. Exactly. So we we drown out these things, and and it's like we just we we don't focus on them, and it's almost like a change blindness, like. You, and especially with somebody who seemed a little bit more private, like 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 Joyce, um, maybe they just thought that she just didn't want to be found. Like she had gone somewhere and just didn't want to be found. So it's just, it's all very strange to me. It's all very... It's kind of a scary thing to think about, though. Especially if you're, like, you're, you're someone that, that lives alone mm-hmm. or anything. To be like, something could happen to me and literally no one would find out about it. That's what's scary to me. That's yeah. what's always been... That's I think that's the gravity it's always held to me is that... Obviously, I live here with you guys. So, if something were to happen to me, it would be known. And I would be found. And then everything would go the way it does. Um, but living, that was one thing with my grandma that always really scared me is what, what could happen to her living alone when she, if we ever moved out. Um, and, but even that's a little bit different because if you have that constant worry about what's going to happen to a loved one that lives alone, you're going to check in on them. It's like you with your dad. Yeah. When he wasn't answering the phone the other day. I immediately was like, uh, he's fucking dead on the floor somewhere. Yeah, but no, He's I mean, in trouble. I was told for years, you know, living room was dangerous mm-hmm. and all that jazz. So, PSA folks, keep in contact with your family <laughs> if you live alone. Well, and then the other thing is, I feel in, in today's age of, like, everything is so out there. Everybody, we're in a very digital age. We're, yeah. we're in a very, like, people put their lives out on display a lot. Um, I feel like there, it's very, very rare that somebody being gone and, and stepping away would go unnoticed. If you stopped posting on Facebook one day, I'd be like, she's either dead or there's something seriously wrong with her. Oh, yeah. I stole her phone. <laughs> yeah. took my phone. Um. Even then you'd find a computer and like yeah. find another way to steal my phone. I'd steal his phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I absolutely agree. I feel that it's. With like for it, it's it's it like it it, it the, sorry I have to stutter real quick <laughs> the the type of world that we live in now um things like this are much less commonplace yeah um obviously it's it's different with people who who maybe are like struggling with drug addiction and maybe overdose in a parking lot somewhere and that's that's a little bit different um that just but that again, even just then. Like, that woman was reported missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the big thing here, is that she was never reported missing. But I see, I, I see every day, every day people sharing things like, oh, my, my daughter, is. I haven't heard her from her in, in three days, and they're sharing things online. I just don't think something like this could happen today. Well, well not today. To be fair, though, MySpace was the big thing at that time. And who shared shit on MySpace? Yeah, and it, Facebook the, didn't really kick off till what 2009, 2008 is when it really yeah. started getting big. Um, it kind of just is another thing to kind of show that the world and the way that we view the world and the way that we interact with each other in society has changed exponentially in just like ten years. Mm-hmm. Like it's a different two years world. Like it, 
we function differently. Our whole concept is focused on ourselves. Yeah. It's not very uh, small town minded anymore. Mm-hmm. I know, like, so you live with me, obviously, but, like, even that um, when you were hanging out with, with Chris, um, that night that we had that snowstorm, and I, I was looking on your Facebook to see if mm-hmm. you'd posted to make sure that you had, like, fallen <laughs> into the snow and died. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things, like, that's one of the first things that comes to my mind when one of my friends wasn't answering their phone and when I'm concerned about them. I'm like, when was the last time they posted? Yeah. And it's so weird that that's, and I look on everything. I look on Instagram, Snapchat, everything. Yeah. Um, I did that with my brothers when they were driving home from Utah. Um, it's, yeah, it's exactly, it's, it's just something like this is so unheard of today. Unless it's like, again, unless it's somebody who maybe is struggling with addiction or struggling with depression. Um, who's like very withdrawn from their families. Very withdrawn from their families and friends to begin with. But again, I just don't, the thing to me that, that is the strangest is that no one ever reported her missing. Because it's different when it's a missing person's case. Because someone's trying to find her. And yeah. then it's like, it's real kooky if you find them. There was one that was strange. Where a woman had health problems and collapsed behind, I believe, her TV stand in her house. And she was reported missing. And she had passed away there. And she was reported missing. And a search team came and searched her house and didn't find her the first time. Fire that entire team. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's, but the way that her body was 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 positioned, it was hard to find. But that's like, that's crazy, crazy to me. Well, I mean, but like this one has just always. There's something. I think the reason it's so strange to me. There's something so haunting about it, and it's it's very sad to think about um, because I think that I don't want people to think when they read this case or listen to this case that no one cared about her because they did. And that's what always hit me was when I was younger and I read this, I was like, did anybody care? And I think they, and obviously they did. I don't think they did. They did. Her sisters cared enough to try and find her and they did find her, but they just didn't find her soon enough. And that's not on them. Well, think of it this way. I mean, you going back to your Facebook thing, you check everybody, see if they posted or anything. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, if I'm figuring you're going to be home at four or five, whatever, because you want to have to go do something, just the other day, it was seven o'clock and I hadn't heard from you. And I'd like text you, you live, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. But how often do someone like me post? Now, to be fair, yeah, I, I know that I would be noticed because I'm, you know, I'm really active with work and yeah. I've constantly got my customers calling me, but I don't hang out with a whole lot of people. I'm kind of a hermit. So if I don't put nothing online for two weeks, nobody thinks nothing of it. Or if I don't reach out to friends or family for a couple of weeks, they don't think nothing of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got to understand that. Now, I'm like that today. I know I was like that in 2006, 2008. There's definitely people out there who people care about me, people care about them. Mm-hmm. But if they just know they're hermit people, they're secluded in their own lifestyle, them not reaching out doesn't surprise me so much. Okay, and that's that makes sense. Like it's 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 good to hear it from your viewpoint because you are a lot more secluded than I am. You're much more introverted than I am. Um, someone like I don't mean to say this to be like I'm hot shit, but someone like me, I could not go unnoticed. I'm mm-hmm. very very active in my job in my community online. Um, if 
if all of a sudden I dropped off the face of the earth, there's no way no one would notice. But it's, it, and, and I think that's where my mindset is, is that, oh, how could you not notice? Because it, I'm, I'm thinking of a very extroverted mindset. But someone like you, like before we met, um, especially like, say you'd never moved back from Arizona after everything yeah. kind of hit the fan in your life. Um, if you had secluded yourself, I'm sure your parents would have been very concerned, but there's not that many people out there in Arizona who may have, may have Yeah, unless I was living anything. with my brother Mike or Matt mm-hmm. and their families. I mean, I talk to dad every so often yeah. and, and it's and not even, on the schedule. And mom doesn't reach, I don't talk to her very much either. Even but. your parents, I think, because I know your parents, even they might even just think, Oh, it's just DJ's just a recluse. Yeah, it's just what DJ's doing. Yeah. If I, I don't think I've talked to mom in since her birthday. I talk to your mom more than you do. I don't talk to nobody often. But as far as the foul play things, I want to jump back to this real quick. Now, I can only think of one way it could happen for there to actually have been foul play, and somebody would have had to manage to get into her apartment and wait for her there and surprise her enough that there couldn't be a struggle. And or I don't it know. Could, it it would have had to be somebody should know. And I don't know how big I don't know how big this gal was. You know, if she was a tiny little thing, and mm-hmm. the boyfriend or ex boyfriend was some huge dude, then maybe he could overpower enough that could stop any struggle. But if this is a apartment or flat or whatever you want to call it, that's being paid for by an organization to help put up people who have been victims of abuse, you had to imagine somebody's watching for that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So the fact of somebody getting into there, my guess is it's probably like you said, a problem with their ulcer, and it could have been, and it could have been just a series of unfortunate events mm-hmm. between the ulcer problem plus the asthma. Attack. Like maybe it, that triggered an know, asthma attack. She got an asthma attack, like so she couldn't breathe to get to a phone. And even in 2006, 2008, not everybody had cell phones right by their bed. Mm-hmm. I think we still had a landline in 2000. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact we still had a landline in 2006 and 2008. I know because I had a little. This was the days while we had wireless phones. I had we had the charger bases, and because I was a teenager, and they didn't do private phone lines anymore in the two thousands, I kept a charger base in my room with one of the phones. But not everybody does that. Mm-hmm. Some people only have the one, and they keep it in the kitchen. Especially if they come, I don't know what it is over in England, but here I know we're a lot more dependent on our technology than they are over there. Mm-hmm. You know, wouldn't be surprised me if she only had a corded phone. Yeah. Um. So, but that is that is my case for the day. That's good case. Nice. Yeah, it's a good story. Yeah, it's a really interesting one. It's it's always one that I kind of want to bring. I, I just feel like it's not talked about enough. Thought provoking. Um, it's very thought provoking, and that's the thing about it that I like because I, I of course it's 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 basically solved. It's closed. Um, I don't think there's any. Again, I feel that there is no foul play. That is my personal opinion. Um, I I don't think that there's anybody to look for. I don't think there's that there's any kind of of monster to watch out for. Um, I, I like this case because it is it makes you think about. Well, your we'll be trying to life. find that damn boyfriend because they said they couldn't reach him. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't reach him. Is he dead too? Who knows? I don't really Did somebody, know. There's, you know, there's just not a lot said about him, and that's why I I think it's I think it's a little seems odd. A, it seems aggressive almost to place blame on him um, because they could have been fighting at the time. Who they may have broken up at that point. Nobody really knows. No, well, we all we all know the justice system is supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. But in act, it's 
guilty until proven innocent. innocent. Yeah. I mean, if you're innocent until proven guilty, why can we put people in jail pending a court date? Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. we all know the real fact of it. I would act the same way. I'd find the dude and at least ask him some questions mm-hmm. before, you know, closing this out. Mm-hmm. Even though everything looks copacetic and mm-hmm. everything, but I would still have some questions I'd want to ask first. The other thing... Due diligence. The kind of last thought I have about it, um, about that specifically, and then we'll, we're going to go ahead and move on to Erica's story. My creepypasta. <laughs> um, the last kind of thought that I have about that is to keep in mind that she, she had many suitors. Um, she's a very, very beautiful woman, very charismatic. She's very she nice thought. to be around. Don't do I'm that. Oh my god. <laughs> um, she's DJ tries really hard to connect to the youth, um, but she was very charismatic, very, very nice to be around. She's a very subdued person. She's very, um, very introverted. Um, when they say boyfriend, they may not have even been dating. They may have just been kind of casually seeing each other, and I feel like sometimes. It can, maybe he felt that she had coasted him. Um, she had just stopped wanting to talk to him and maybe he felt hurt and that's why he never came forward. And that's why he never was concerned. Maybe he, he thought she, it, the same thing her sisters maybe had, the same thing her sisters have thought was maybe she's deliberately cut ties with me. Because mm-hmm. I know there have been times where I've had people who have cut ties with me and I've gone out of my way to avoid them. I really, really have. Um, but we're gonna, that's kind of my final thought on that. Um, keep an eye on your friends. You never know. <laughs> Reach out to a loved one. Always. Um, gently. But we're gonna go ahead and move on. Um, our next segment is going to be Erica reading us a very, a classic. A, a classic, classic, really, yeah. Pasta. Yeah. It's the best one. This isn't that one about the dude who, like, cut a smile out of his face, is oh, it? Oh, God, no, I'm so no. tired. I don't I even know the names good. of them, so. All right. The Slender Man? Please be Slender Man. It's not Slender Man, I oh, promise man. you. <laughs> so... For those not familiar with what creepypasta is, which I think most people are now, mm-hmm. it's where the birth of Slenderman came from. Yeah. Like, Slenderman was created the, as a creepypasta. He is a creepypasta. He is, yeah. He is the And then he became much more than that, well, and then people started murdering his name and okay. shit, so. So, was Slenderman, he, so the creepypasta was the original, like, because there, cause there was, like, a photo editing contest, I believe, and they, so, like, edited him into things and, like... It was like a photography project, and then there was Marble Hornets. Well, yes and no. So it started off, at least from what my understanding is, if you don't know, I love Slenderman. DJ's like our resident Slenderman expert. Um, Is it starting off in a high school or a college, I forget which. I think it was a college. To build an urban legend. (gasps) Yeah, okay. And so they started building an urban legend, and then at the same time, my understanding is they had friends in like photography classes and stuff who did Mm -hmm. photo editing, and so they kind of added into it for a presentation. And edited photos of him yeah. and stuff like that. And then it became Creepypasta. They decided to turn it into that. Which inspired Marble Hornets. Or Marble Hornets. I always forget which one does. Mm-hmm. Um, inspired them into doing that. And then you got them two psycho bitches who killed people. Saying Slender Man made them they're, do it. They're little girls. They're psycho bitches. No. <laughs> they're um, mini psycho bitches. Well, like... um, I feel... Because I don't think there's a direct Slender Man Creepypasta. Like, yes, like, there is. Okay, okay. Yeah. I have, I've just never there. read it. There's, oh God. When the I, original one. So though. one of my favorite podcasts is Last Podcast on the Left. And on their creepy, one of their creepypasta episodes, somebody read a Slenderman fanfic. And it was, I was driving home from seeing Erica and Fallon. And I honestly thought I was going to drive off of the mountain. <laughs> was was, it, was like, this Japanese fetish porn, basically? Yes. Because it was like tentacle <laughs> porn. tentacle porn, yeah. It was awful. So... <laughs> 
And he kept, like, disclaiming the whole time. I can't remember who was reading it, but he's like, this is scary. This is supposed to be scary. And I'm like, I'm, I'm very scary. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about Slenderman, because Slenderman is too well known. Yeah. Um, we might do it later. But yeah, there's, like, a whole bunch of creepypastas and that are just very, like... There's kind of the OG. A lot of them are ridiculous. Yes. A lot of them are very funny. This but is one of them. This is, yeah, there's kind of the OG, and I feel like this is one of them. Like, one, the first... Three that come to my mind when I think of creepypasta. Yeah. So um, the one that I will be doing a dramatic reading of today for, for all of you to enjoy is Sonic.exe, which is... Classic. 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 It's, it's one of the, the first three I think of are Jeff the Killer, Ben Drowned, and Sonic.exe. Yeah. Are the first three that come to mind when I hear creepypasta. I almost said Jeff the Killer, but then I was like, nah. God, please no. A lot of people know Jeff the Killer. Yeah. Right. So, so I've never read this or heard of it <laughs> until about 10 seconds ago. Get ready, Bucko. Before we recorded this. <laughs> Buckle the fuck And fuck I was in. just being a smartest when Don't tell me it's about Sonic the it, Hedgehog. It's about Sonic the Hedgehog. And that's what they told me. And I'm He's... like, well, fuck. I He's like Sonic. Boy. Am I gonna hate him after this? Yes. So yes. All right. Really let's well. uh, let's get into the. Okay. So. Let's begin. Dramatic reading. Uh, Sonic.exe. <laughs> this is such a fucking. I'm a total Sonic the Hedgehog fan, much like everyone else. Because <laughs> everyone else. Everyone. That that, that blue boy. <laughs> I like the newer games, but I don't mind playing the classics. I don't think I've ever played glitchy or hacked games before, though I don't think I want to play any after the experience I had. Started on a nice summer afternoon, I was playing Sonic Unleashed. <laughs> Parentheses. I liked how you get to explore the towns in it. Until I noticed, out of my peripheral vision, that the mailman had arrived and put something in my mailbox, as usual, and left. <laughs> God, I feel like when I was a kid, I always thought that this was like one of the scariest. And now that we're reading it, I'm like, this is so poorly written. Even the cat doesn't like it. I paused my game to go see what I got in the mail. The only thing in the mailbox was a CD case for computers and a note. <laughs> I took it inside. As one does. I looked at the note first and realized it was from my dear friend Kyle. <laughs> Let's just call him that. Whom I hadn't heard from in two weeks. I know that because I recognized his handwriting. Though what was weird is how it looked. It looked badly written and scratchy and somewhat difficult to read, as if Kyle was having a hard time writing it down and did it in a hurry. This is what he wrote. Quote, Tom, I can't take it anymore. I had to get rid of this thing somehow before it was too late, and I was hoping you'd do it for me. I can't do it. He's after me, and if you don't destroy this CD, he'll come after you too. He's too fast for me! Oh my god. <laughs> Please, Tom, destroy this godforsaken disc before he comes after you, too. It's too late for me. Destroy the disc and you'll destroy him. But do it quick, otherwise he'll catch you. Don't even play the game. It's what he wants. Just destroy it. Please, Kyle. <laughs> well, that was certainly weird. Even though Kyle is my best friend and I haven't seen him in two weeks, I didn't do what he asked me. I didn't think that a simple gaming disc would do anything bad to him. After all, it's just a game, right? Boy, was I wrong about that. <laughs> oh <my God>. Foreshadow. <laughs> Gotta go fast! Jesus Christ. You can't outrun Sonic. Fuck. No one can. Jump. <laughs> Especially <You're> Eggman. <laughs> uh, anyway, I looked at the disc and it looks like an ordinary, any ordinary computer CDR disc, except it had black marker on it written Sonic.exe. And it was much unlike Kyle's handwriting, meaning that he must have gotten it from someone else. Like a pawn shop or eBay. <laughs> That's the first fucking thing. 
Oh, good lord. When I saw Sonic on the writing of the CD, I was actually excited and wanted to play it, since I'm a big Sonic fan. <laughs> big as in all capitals. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I went up to my room and turned on my computer and put the disc in it and installed the game. When the title screen popped up, I noticed that it was the first Sonic game. I was like, awesome! Because like I said earlier, I liked the classics. You didn't say that earlier, actually. You said you preferred the newer ones! Good, good lord. The first thing I noticed that was out of place was when I pressed start. There's a split second when I saw the title image turned into something much different. Something that I now consider horrifying before cutting to black. You didn't consider it horrifying <laughs> at first? <laughs> uh, I remember what the image looked like in that split second before the game cut to black. The sky had darkened. The title emblem was rusted and ruined. The Sega 1991 was now instead Sega 666. Oh, my God. And the water had turned red like blood, except it looked hyper-realistic. Hyper-realistic blood! As in just blood? So realistic blood! Oh, good lord. But the freakiest thing that was in that split-second frame was Sonic. His eyes were his eyes were pitch black and bleeding, with two glowing red dots staring right at me. And his smile had stretched wider up to the soul. edge of his face. You looking right in your soul. I was rather disturbed about that image when I saw it, though I figured that it was just a glitch and forgot about it. What the fuck That's... kind of glitch is that? Okay, what kind of glitch? Needs, someone needs to get fucked away from the modding community. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god. That, no, a mod is one thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look online and see if kind I can of find this. Oh my god. See if I can find this game. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Um, I was rather disturbed about that image when I saw it, though I figured that it was just a glitch and forgot about it. After it cut to black, it stayed like that for about 10 seconds or so, and then another weird thing happened. The save file select from Sonic the Hedgehog 3 popped up, and I was like, what the fuck? What's this doing in the first in the first Sonic game? Anyway, then I noticed something off. The background was the dark cloudy sky of the bad Stardust Speedway level from Sonic CD, and there were only three save files. The music was that creepy Caverns of Winter music from Earthbound. <laughs> only it was extended and seemed to have been in reverse. And the image for the save file where you see a preview of the level you're on is just red static for all three files. <laughs> what freaked me out more was the character select. It showed only Tails, Knuckles, and to my surprise, Dr. Robotnik. Now I was sure that something was up. I mean, how can you play as Robotnik in a classic Sonic game for crying out loud? That's when I realized that, that this wasn't a glitchy game. It was a hacked game. Yeah, it definitely looked hacked. <laughs> It was really creepy, but as a smart gamer, I wasn't scared. Oh. Or at least I tried not to be. I told myself that it was just a hacked game and there's nothing wrong with that. Anyways, shaking off the creeped out feeling, I picked file one and chose Tails, and then I selected and got started. <laughs> the game froze for about five seconds and I heard a creepy pixelated laugh that sounded an awful lot like that Kefka guy from Final Fantasy <laughs> before cutting to black. The screen stayed black for about 10 seconds or more. Then it showed the typical level title thing, except the simplistic shapes were different shades of red, and the text showed only Hill, Act 1. <laughs> the screen faded in, and the level title vanished, revealing Tails in the Green Hill Zone from Sonic 1. The music was different, though. It sounded like a peaceful melody in reverse. Everything's in reverse. Because <laughs> it's, it's not six, scary six. unless it's playing backwards. That's true. That's, anyway, that's, that's one thing you gotta understand. It ain't scary if it ain't backwards. Yeah. I started I playing. 
and had Tails start running. (laughs) (laughs) I started playing and I had Tails start running that would, like you would in any of the classic Sonic games. What was odd was that as Tails was running along the level, there was nothing but flat ground and a few trees for five minutes. (laughs) That's it. That was... (laughs) One out of ten from Rotten Tomatoes. That was when the... (laughs) That was when the peaceful music started to lower down into slow, deep tones very slowly as I kept going. Slow, deep tones. Very slowly. slowly. I suddenly saw something ah. and I stopped to see what it was. It was one of the small animals lying dead on the ground, bleeding. That was when the music started to slow down. I don't. Animals they? don't... They don't bleed <laughs> in video games. That's the point. It's, it's spooky. Tails had a shocked and saddened look on his face that I never saw him have before. So I had him move along, and he kept that worried look on his face. As he kept moving, I saw more dead animals as Tails moved past them, looking more and more worried. As the music lowers, and he moves past more dead animals, I was shocked to see how they all died. They looked like somebody killed them in rather gruesome ways. A squirrel was hanged on a tree, with what appeared to be his entrails hanging out. Jesus Christ. A bunny had all four of his limbs torn off, and a duck had his eyes gouged out and his throat slit. Is, is, this is what happens at furry conventions in Reno, just so oh, you yeah. know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I felt sick to my stomach when I saw this massacre, and apparently so did Tails. After a few more seconds, there were no more animals, and the music seemed to have stopped. I still kept Tails to continue. After a minute passed after the music stopped, Tails was running up a hill, and then he stopped. It wasn't until I saw why. <laughs> Sonic was there on the other side of the screen with his back against Tails with his eyes closed. <laughs> Tails looked happy to see Sonic, but then his smile faltered, obviously noticing that Sonic wasn't responding to him, (laughs) if not acting as if he was totally oblivious of Tails' presence. Tails walked slowly towards Sonic, and I noticed that I wasn't even moving my keyboard to make him move, so this had to have been a cutscene. Suddenly, I began to have a growing feeling of dread as Tails walked closer to Sonic to get his attention. I felt that Tails was in danger, and something bad was going to happen. Oh no. I heard faint static growing louder as Tails was about inches away from Sonic, and stopped and stuck his hand out to touch him. That foreboding feeling in my gut was growing stronger, and I felt the urge to tell Tails to get away from Sonic as the static grew louder. Suddenly, in a split second, I saw Sonic's eyes open, and they were black with those red glowing dots, just like that title image. (laughs) Though there wasn't a smile. When that happened, the screen turned black and the static sound was off. It stayed black for about seven seconds, and then white text appeared forming a message saying, Hello, do you want to play with me? At this point, I was creeped out. At this point? At this point. Past, at this you know, point. It didn't and... creep you out when you got the fucking game out of nowhere. <laughs> and, just... and your friend, like... He's like, like destroy the disc. He's like, oh boy, golly gee, I'm gonna play this game Because I love classic Sonic Me. games. <laughs> I know it's you, DJ. You've seen the games I play. At this point, I was creeped out. I didn't want to continue with the game, but my curiosity got the better of me when I was taken to a different level with the title with the level title now saying hide and seek. This time I was in the Angel Island level from Sonic 3 and it looked like everything was on fire. <laughs> Tails looked as though he was scared out of his wits this time. He actually looked at me and made frantic gestures to me as if he wanted to get out of the area he was in as fast as possible. I was starting to get freaked out by this. I mean Tails was actually breaking the fourth wall, trying to tell me to get him out of there. <laughs> So I pressed down on the arrow key as hard as I could and made him run as fast as he could. A pixelated version of that creepy theme when you meet Shadow at the Ark as Robotnik. 
from from Sonic 2 was playing as I made Tails trek through the desolate forest, trying to keep trying to help him escape from whatever he was trying to run from. Suddenly I heard that creepy laugh again, that awful Kefka laugh. Right after ten seconds of passes, I helped Tails run through the forest, and then I started seeing flashes of Sonic popping everywhere on the screen, again with those black and red eyes. The music changed to that suspenseful drowning jingle as I see Sonic behind Tails slowly gaining up on him, flying. Sonic wasn't running, he was actually flying! <laughs> it's in all capitals. <laughs> the flying pose his sprite was making looked very similar to Metal Sonic's flying pose in Sonic CD, except it was just Sonic and he had the black and red eyes again, only this time he had the most deranged looking grin on his face. It looked as though he was enjoying the torment he was giving the poor little fox as he gained up on him. Suddenly, when Tails tripped, another cutscene, the music stopped and Sonic vanished. Tails laid there and started crying for 15 seconds. <laughs> he counted? <laughs> the scene was rather upsetting to watch, and I kind of teared up myself. But then Sonic appeared right in front of Tails, and Tails looked up in horror. Blood started to come down those blackened eyes of Sonic's as a grin slowly grew from his face as he looked down at the horrified fox. I could do nothing but watch. <laughs> Just in a split second, Sonic lunged at Tails right before the screen went black. There was a loud screeching noise that only lasted five seconds. The text returned, only this time, time it said, screech. You're too slow. Want to try again? And then that, You gotta go fast. And then that god-awful laugh came with it. I was so shocked by what had happened. Did Sonic murder Tails? No, he took him to a fucking no. movie night. No, he couldn't he have. In the he and Tails are supposed to be best <laughs> friends, right? Why did Sonic do that to him? I shook the shock off as I was brought back to the character select. The save file that had Tails was different. Tails was no longer in the box itself, but in the TV screen itself, which was flickering with that red static. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> he was no longer in the box itself. He's in the TV screen itself. I can't wrap itself. my head around this. Please reread that one. Tails again. was no longer in the box itself. But in the TV screen itself. So he's not in the select box. Yeah. He's just he's somewhere just in the Somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. <laughs> uh, he's no walking sense, around. I guess so. Which was flirting with that red static. Tails' expression scared me. His eyes were black and bleeding. His orange fur had gone black and he had an expression of anguish on his face. Trying to ignore it, I picked Knuckles next. <laughs> Why would you do that? Nobody likes Knuckles. That's true. The laugh came again and the screen cut to black again and stayed there for another ten seconds. This time the level said, you can't run. It's because Knuckles is slow. I was really freaked out by now. I couldn't really tell if this was a glitch or a hack or some kind of sick twisted joke. Or anything, really. But despite my fear of what happened next, I kept playing. The next level looked much does. different. It had the ground of the scrap brain zone, but the sky background looked like the main menu. It had the dark reddish cloudy sky, but it was the music that creeped me out the most. It looked like the Giga's music, theme. The music looked? Yeah. Oh. It sounded like Giga's theme right after you beat Pokey in Earthbound. I also noticed that Knuckles looked afraid just like Tails did, though not as much. More rather, he looked a little unnerved. <laughs> More rather. He broke the fourth wall just like Tails and looked as if he wasn't sure about going on, but I made him move anyway. <laughs> you better fucking run, you piece of shit. So who's the sadistic one here, Sonic or the player? That guy's a bitch. He ran down the straight pathway in his dark level, and as he did, the screen started to flicker red static a couple times, and then that maddening laugh came again. Then after a few seconds of running, I noticed several blood stains on the metallic ground. I felt a growing sense of fear again, thinking something horrible was going to happen to Knuckles. 
You've he done looked, this to him! He looked nauseated walking down this blood-stained road, but I still kept him going. Boom, the new Dark Souls game. Suddenly, as Knuckles ran, Sonic appeared right in front of him with those black and red eyes, and then Red Static appeared again. When the static vanished, showing nothing but black screen with the text saying, Found you! I was now scared. Sonic found Knuckles already? What was going on? Anyway, Red Static came again. <laughs> and then oh I was... my god, I'm so scared! <laughs> anyway! <laughs> and then I was back to the level. OMG, this is so sad. Alexa, play Despacito. Knuckles looked like he was panicking and Sonic was nowhere to be found. And this time that high-pitched squealing from the Silent Hill 1's final boss was, play was playing. Was this some kind of boss battle with Sonic? I hope to God it wasn't, honestly. <laughs> Suddenly Sonic appeared right behind Knuckles in what appeared to be a pixelated black smoke. I made Knuckles turn and then punched Sonic. Just punched Sonic. But Sonic vanished in black pixelated smoke before I could even land a hit. That terrible laugh went off again. Then Sonic appeared behind Knuckles again, and then I made him punch again, and Sonic vanished again laughing. Knuckles was panicking even more, and even I felt like I was going crazy. Sonic was practically playing with us. He was playing a sick, twisted little mind game with me and Knuckles. <laughs> Another cut scheme played as, Knuckle as Knuckled fell to his knees and, cl <laughs> and clutched his head, sobbing. I felt his agony. Sonic was actually driving us both crazy. And then in a split second... Sonic lunged at Knuckles, and the screen went black with another distorted screeching noise that lasted for at least three, at least three seconds. At least. At least, at least three seconds. Maybe four. Another text message appeared. So, so many souls to play with, so little time. Would you agree? What the hell? Just what is going on? I started to think Sonic was actually trying to talk, me, talk to me through the game, but I was too scared to think that. I thought that, but I was too, too scared, scared to, to think, think that. I was brought back to the main menu, and this time, the second file box had Knuckles on the TV screen. <laughs> what? His red fur had darkened to the reddish gray. His dreadlocks were dripping with blood, and his eyes were black and bleeding, too, and he had a look of sadness on his face. I began to think that those were the actual characters trapped in those TV screens on the save files, but I couldn't believe it. I didn't want to believe it. <laughs> so I shut off the game and took a break. <laughs> I took a nap. Wish I hadn't. Because I then began to have the most disturbing nightmare. I was in pitch black darkness, though I was under the light given off by a lamp that hung high above my head. I could hear the cries of Knuckles and Tails nearby. They were, so do I, buddy. <laughs> they were saying stuff like, help us, and why did you give us to him, and run away before he gets you too. <laughs> Who boy. Why did you give us to him? To be fair, they have a they, yeah, they do. I this, mean, this this bitch ass. And you're like, oh, I'm just gonna fucking. It looks like something bad's gonna happen to these two. Just keep guys. on running. Keep but, on uh, running. Gonna keep running. Their cries died out as as I as I then heard Sonic laugh. His laugh. It sounded a lot like the distorted Kefka laugh. Gotta get that platinum trophy. <laughs> you're a lot. You're a lot fun to play with, kid. Just like your friend Kyle, though he didn't last long. I was scared and looking around for the source of the voice. Won't be long now until you join him and all my other friends. I saw him walking towards me, flickering in and out in several directions. You can't run, kid. You're in my world now, just like the others. When he grabbed me, I saw his bleeding black and red-eyed, red grinning face. I woke up with a fright. <laughs> After a couple of hours, I decided to continue playing the game. I didn't know why, but I had to know. I had to figure out what this, why this was happening. So I turned on the computer, turned on the game, and selected Robotnik next. 
I still thought that this was wacky, playing as Robotnik. But anyway, the <laughs> little title appeared again, and this time it said dot dot dot, which I found really freaky. Okay. This time I was in some kind of hallway. Didn't really look like it was from any of the classic Sonic games, though it was the pixelated style. The floor was shiny and checkered. The walls were a dark grayish purple with animated candle lights and a few dark blood stains here and there. And there was a dark red curtain hanging above on the top part of the screen. Every 12 seconds or so, that red curtain sways very slowly. But whenever you're playing the game, you can barely see it move. Why does he <laughs> feel the need every 15 seconds? <laughs> 10 seconds? You can just say every few seconds. Every so often. Every so often. Now and once then. Now and again. <laughs> once in a while. You just need, you need these exact measurements of time. It, otherwise, music. it's not spooky enough. No. The music was otherwise oddly pleasant. A piano playing a rather sad yet peaceful song. But I knew better. This was the song that played in Hill Act 1. Only it wasn't in reverse. Okay. Robotnik didn't look entirely nervous like Tails and Knuckles did. But he did have a suspicious look on his face as if he was just a bit paranoid. Just a bit. Just a little bit. He did a little Pretty animation when I just annoying. left him standing. He turns his head to the left and then to the right at least twice, and then shrugs at me as if he has no idea where he was or what was going on. Even though I was scared out of my mind about what was going to happen, I had Robotnik continue onward. He did his usual running animation, you know, when you've beaten him at the end of a classic Sonic game and you chase him, as we continued going through the hallway. Then I stopped at a long flight of stairs leading downward. Now I was nervous. Now, now I was nervous. nervous. Even Robotnik seemed unsure of himself, though I pressed onward. As I led Robotnik down the stairs, I noticed that the walls have gotten darker and more reddish. The red torches are now an eerie blue. <laughs> then we landed onto another hallway. This one was longer than that last one. Or at least it felt like it. And then we headed down another flight of stairs. Down. This one was much longer. Took at least one full minute. <laughs> at, oh my god. It's like the world's boring. Most boring video game. And then I heard that hor horrid Kefka laugh again, and then the music slowly faded until it was quiet. As it did, the walls turned more dark red, and the torches were a black flame now. When Robotnik landed onto the third hallway, I noticed he now looked really creeped out, though he tried to hide it. I couldn't blame him. I was scared, too. <laughs> Suddenly, Sonic popped right in front of Robotnik the same way he did Knuckles, and then red static. The red static lasted for about 15 seconds. And then it Second. showed- <laughs> 15 seconds. And then it showed me a most unpleasant image. The image showed a hyper-realistic of- hyper-realistic of Sonic standing in the darkness where you can only see his face. Okay, so are we talking about, like, a fucking blue hedgehog? Like, a straight-up, like, hedgehog that is blue? Because that's what hyper- Otherwise, it's a- It's a- Disturbing, like image because it's like like this like anthropomorphic fucking I'm gonna blue look this shit up yeah. hedgehog. And, but it's like it's like those like hyper realistic um, drawings of like SpongeBob and Patrick. The yeah, they're horrible. It's that. It's that. Oh god. Realistic <laughs> Standing in the darkness where you can only see his face while his head and torso faded into black. And when I say when I say hyper realistic. I mean, like, he looked so real, you could actually see the lines in his blue fur. <laughs> As if you could actually feel the fur if you touched the screen. <laughs> his face. Oh god. He had the most horrifying smile I had ever seen. And that's saying something, considering I saw that image at the start of the game. His eyes were wide and black and once again crying blood, which also looked hyper-realistic. 
<laughs> and there were two small glowing red dots in those black eyes staring right at me. All caps? Yes, as if staring into my mind. His grin was wide and demonic. It literally stretched to the sides of his face like a Cheshire cat, except Sonic had fangs. Very sharp fangs. Much like the werehog's teeth, except more vicious looking. Somewhat yellowish, and from the look of it, he had stains of blood and small bits of flesh on his lips. And fangs as if he ate some animal. Yeah, he ate tails and knuckles. And Robotnik. And re- <laughs> No, he hasn't eaten Robotnik yet. Oh, okay. Yet. I stared at that gruesome image for a good 30 seconds. For the love <laughs> of God. If Never I hear a, 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 a uh. number, a specific number of seconds one more fucking time. You only need to hold out for about another 20 seconds. Boy, if you don't. <laughs> Never taking my eyes off of it. I felt as if he was actually looking at me, smiling at me. That face. Noelle. It just took ten seconds. Oh! For it to etch itself into my brain for good. But you still stared at it for thirty seconds! Oh, I have expected him to say etch it into my brain this for is... permanent. I was I was waiting for that. Then the screen flickered with red static again three times, and on the third time I heard the Kethka laugh. Except this time it sounded distorted, demonic even. It went back to the image again. Oh my god! This is the problem with reading ahead. I fucked myself up. It went back to the image again, except this time there was the text again, though it was messed up. But it was pretty much one of the most horrifying things I looked at since I had this game. Quote, I am God. (laughs) It was when I read that message while looking at Sonic when it hit me. I realized right there and then, this Sonic was a monster. No. <laughs> you realized it there and then? Appear evil, sadistic, all-powerful, nightmarish, demented, monster. How many more adjectives <laughs> can we throw in here? And all of his victims, including Tails, Knuckles, Robotnik, and possibly Kyle. He straight up, like, alludes to the fact that he has more than likely eaten his other child. And he's like, yeah, you know, possibly, maybe Kyle? <laughs> and just his little toys... Are just his little toys, and the game is the very gateway into his chaotic, nightmarish world, and the very hell his victims are trapped in. Suddenly, in an actual split second, I screamed. <laughs> How do you split a second? <laughs> As Sonic lunged at the screen, <laughs> screeching loudly with his mouth wide open to an unnatural length, revealing nothing but a literally spiraling abyss of pure darkness before the red static came again. This time much louder and distorted, so loud that it hurt my ears. I yelled and grabbed my ears as the red side screeched for a good seven seconds. This is too much. (laughs) Too many seconds. And then it stopped and showed nothing but black screen. As I sat there, staring at the black screen, one last text came up. Ready for round two, Tom? (laughs) The Kepka laugh. Now sounding more clear, as if Sonic was right behind me. Played again three times as I looked at that text in shock and confusion. Then I got booted back to the to the main menu, and this image for the third save file had a TV image of Robotnik in the same tormented state as Tails and Knuckles. Robotnik's skin turned a dull gray. His mustache drooped and had blackened. His glasses broke, and blood is coming from them. And he had a me- wait. Blood is coming the, the, the from his glasses. The glasses are bleeding. The glass. <laughs> 
For, for only ten seconds, though. And he had a mere, <laughs> dead-like expression on his face. I looked at Tails, Knuckles, and Robotnik, and I cried a bit. I pitied Just them for the agony they're going through. You put them there, Tom. <laughs> they were, you it's your fault, You Tom. did this to them. They were forever trapped within the game, forever tormented by that horrid hedgehog. That's my new name. Horrid hedgehog? And always will be. That's my drag name. Then the computer shut itself off. I couldn't turn it back on no matter what I did. I sat there for... Maybe 25 seconds. Thomas! <laughs> Horrified. Horrified by what had just happened. Sonic is the very embodiment of evil. He tortures people who play his game in more ways than one. And then when he gets bored, he drags you into the game. Literally drags you to hell. Where he can play with you always as his toy. I can't get the game out of my computer. <laughs> I think it's stuck in there. But at least I managed to turn it back on now. After I sat there for... I can't with this man. 25 seconds. I heard a voice right behind me, like a whisper. Try to keep this interesting for me, Tom. I turned around to see where the voice came from. And what I saw made me scream. Dot, dot, dot. Sitting on my bed. Dot, dot, dot. Staring right at me, dot dot dot, was a sonic plushie, smiling with bloodstains under its eyes. <laughs> and that's the end of Sonic EXE. How long was it sitting there for? 35 fucking seconds? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I stared at it for at least 25 seconds. I hate. Oh. I really, like, this was one of the, like, top-tier ones when I was getting into creepypasta, and it's garbage. It's, like, I, I know what I want for Christmas. There is, like, a, there's, like, a, I think it's a, I don't know what the name is for it, but somebody created this, like, Markiplier's played it on his channel before. I've just, oh my god, I can't. Hyper-realistic hedgehog with hyper-realistic blood. blood. And bleeding glasses. And bleeding glasses. And, you know, just so... So many seconds. Although I, I do have a small nitpick. Nowhere in this was it really creepy, nor was there pasta. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Sonic didn't eat any fucking pasta. One out of a hundred false advertising. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, I just... I guess the entrails are kind of pasta. I just... It's so stupid, but so funny. Some of the comments hide from Sonic... Dot .exe, please. <laughs> Somebody replies, I know, don't encounter this bastard. Your life will go down to some scary shit. Parentheses, according to the game, or according to the story. No matter what, do not play this game, especially at night. For 20 seconds. <laughs> especially at night. And then somebody else, I gotta say, that was pretty good. But the end made me burst into laughter. It's just a fucking and Sonic plush. Somebody else, and when I turned around, I was horrified. For there, behind me. Was a teddy bear. <laughs> if you listened to our second episode, we we mentioned Sonic in that one too because we go to the food place called Sonic, but entirely different. Entirely no different. Yeah. Here. <laughs> but we made the joke that Sonic the Hedgehog sold us mozzarella sticks. Mm-hmm. Forgot them. And now, I just. I'm thinking of that fake interaction that I imagined in my head in a totally different way. 
I'm picturing a hyper-realistic blue hedgehog. How long did you stare at it for? 25 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> at least 25 seconds. Oh my god! A comment from May 16th, 2014. This is real? How the fuck did Tom survive this devil? Dang! <laughs> I, I think the devil's poses Sonic's body and Sonic is fighting with it. But it's too late and Sonic is crying from the inside of his body. That's why Sony and Tails and Nux and Robotnik cried blood too. <laughs> oh my god. Right. I, do, I do just want to put one disclaimer out there. Because there's idiots on the internet. This is not a true story. It's really not. It's really not. As much as you want it to be, there are definitely people out there who think it is. Yeah. That's true. It's not, I promise. Sonic, Sonic's a good dude. But you'll find out the truth in about five seconds. About, uh, yeah, at least five seconds. <laughs> nah, Sonic's a good dude. Sonic, Sonic is, is a good, he just gotta go fast. Can, can we comment on how Sonic Unleashed is a fucking atrocious game Worst at the same game time? Worst game yeah. <laughs> but I, I love that he's just like, I like around. Sonic Unleashed because you get to explore the town. It's a bad game, dude. Thomas. One, re one redeeming quality does not a good game make. No. Oh, How, did you enjoy that, Noel? I didn't. I did. Okay. I, think I had we, a good time. I think, I think we broke my phone. <laughs> um. I I'm I'm more mad at the fact that I thought that was like a genuinely good creepypasta when I was growing up. <laughs> like I really did. <clears throat> I really thought that was like a top tier one. Like yeah, Ben Drowned is at least good. Like that one has some yeah. some stuff. Um. I feel like the really popularized ones are not as good as they're they're chalked up to be. And then Slenderman, of course. Slenderman's pretty good. It's got a it's got a nice like established kind it's of just history. creepy enough. To yeah, be and it's got like an urban legend quality to it. It's got a it's got a lore to it. I will watch the movie when it comes out. Same. Oh, I'm so stoked! For it. Um, they made one, but it was fucking garbage. Yeah. Now they're coming out with an actual real one. But like, I think that there are some really great creepypastas on the internet. Sonic.exe is isn't one, one of them. them. Um, I'm gonna go really in my not. room. There's gonna be a fucking Sonic plush. Yeah. <laughs> Crying blood. blood. And you're gonna stare at it. Blood. And you're gonna stare at it for at least, least 20 seconds. At least 20 seconds. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I can send you worst fanfics. I did this search a while ago for you know worst fanfics on the internet. Oh boy! I'll if we say, ever do worst fanfics, I have to read my immortal. I have to do it. I won't read mine. Is but that I'll, the one yeah. with yes. Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way? Yes. Fuck. Yeah. And they're all vampires. And I will 100% read that on this podcast because it's the best thing that ever happened to the internet. Anyway, let us move on to... To our final um, creepy slash weird thing of the yeah. day. That's why this, this episode's called Weird Stuff. Mine, mine was just the... The comedic breaker. Comedic relief. Um, cause we're about to... I'm about to meet DJ in the fucking octagon right I'm about now. to witness... Hey, I'd win. A murder. We're gonna have to get married in a minute. Like, we'll have to go down, like, to a chapel downtown yeah. and just get married so we can get divorced from this argument. Yeah. So. Well, it's not really that's an argument, coming up. I'm right, and you're wrong. That's really what. Alright, take two, guys. Because we had to delete the last one. And by we had to delete, we it got deleted on its own. Yeah, I don't know it what left. happened. So this, it, we're recording, like, a while later. It thought DJ and I were yelling too much. And it's yeah. like, you guys are tearing this family apart. But I mean... Uh, same content, just, yeah. Probably braver. Get, get ready for some, uh... Get ready to witness the, the, the destruction of a budding marriage. 
before it even begins. Mm -hmm. DJ, would you like to tell everybody why you're wrong? I quit. Oh my god. <laughs> so, gotta remember how I intro the last fucking one. Basically, everything you've heard about the moon landing, except for that didn't happen, is false. <laughs> so, during this t during the time of the space race, it was a cold war between the U.S. and Russia, and this whole lot of shit was going down, and it was said a huge issue between the two because we didn't know who's going to win the war, and we know now. Yeah, we won. <laughs> Spoiler well, alert, guys! While not landing on the moon. Spoiler alert for that war. <laughs> yeah, so, we got a spoiler alert. All, the space race really amped up right around the late 1950s, specifically when Russia launched Sputnik in 1957. Which, anybody who's around, ask your mom, your dad, your grandpa, grandma, you know, older people. They'll tell you how terrifying it was, because they all thought they had nuclear weapons on it, on it and weren't going to kill everybody. So... U.S. took a blow about that time because we weren't the first people to get shit in space. Well, we took an even larger blow in 1961 when Russia managed to get the first person in space. And that was a huge, huge killer to the morale of the U.S. people. And I'm getting a bunch of shaking heads here because y'all believe the fake news. Hashtag fake news. Oh my, oh my god. god! DJ, you're banned from the podcast. I quit. I'm gone. Bye, Erica. Erica just launched herself fake off the balcony. Fake news and false media. Erica's in space now. I'm on the moon. <laughs> I can, I can. I'm on the moon well, now. At this time, in 1961, the U.S. was believed to be 15 years behind the technological capabilities of Russia. However, eight years later, in July... So, July 1969. Love that year. Oh, you fucking kidding <laughs> DJ's a... Sex number. Jesus Christ. DJ's a human shit post. <laughs> well, in 1969, the U.S. quote-unquote landed on the moon. No quotes needed. Hashtag yeah. fake news. Hashtag 69. Hashtag 420. <laughs> <laughs> um... I would and like to leave not only this this podcast, but this relationship and also this apartment. <laughs> Which I don't want to be a part of this family anymore. And the reason I say that, I'm just going to ignore what she said. <laughs> the reason I don't think that happened is being that the U.S. was viewed as 15 years behind Russia. And it just taken two huge morale hits because Russia beat us to space twice. We had to say, oh... Well, fuck you, Russia. We landed on the moon. What now, bitch? So, yeah. Didn't fucking happen. I would like to point out that your entire theory is bullshit. Okay. Counter-argument time. Noel. So, yeah. Take the floor. Um, first Where's of all... The, the... Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm taking it to the get fucked store to get you a bunch of get fucks. Um, anywho. I'm very tired today. So. The whole... You do realize, like, the reason that this pisses me off so much with you, you do realize the whole we were 15 years behind Russia thing is a figure of speech, right? Like, we weren't literally 15 years behind them technologically. And, like, I don't believe that, I, I truly don't believe that it was that big of a morale loss, like, that we would need to fake a, a like, astronomical, like, astronomic... We wouldn't need to fake an event 
to that degree. Like, will you pull up, pull up, because I have counter arguments for certain points that you have. So pull up points as to why you think the moon landing was faked. Like, what is your, what is your evidence? Well, there's no footage of the landing or takeoff of the shuttle on the, on the moon that supposedly landed on the moon. You gotta say words. <laughs> um, just... I, you asked for one of my arguments. There you go. Counter it. Well, I don't, well, that, that I straight up, I don't have, like, enough knowledge to fight that point. Oh, um, so I would have to assume. there was no. Hey, I let you finish. <laughs> I would assume that there, there probably is, honestly, but I would assume that the, the, the capabilities of, like, who, who knows that it wasn't going to, like, it's the first time they did it, who's to say it wasn't going to fail? So what if they have this this evidence of, of the failure, like this, you know what I mean? Like, I'm very tired. Um, <laughs> well, you would still document, even if it ended in failure, you would still want to document it, and yet no one thought, hey, you know, I'm going to put a camera, at least, granted they couldn't stick their head out of a window because it's fucking space, but I'm going to, you know, point a camera towards the moon through the, the space shuttle window, and just be like, hey, look, we're taking off. Or, hey, look, we're landing. Nobody but, thought to do that? Plus, there's there's footage of them landing on the moon. No, there's footage of them supposedly on the moon. Okay, but there's there's footage of them on the moon. Supposedly. Like, it's not supposedly. Okay, come on. What, what is one of your other arguments? What is one of your other evidence? You can't just say the moon landing's fake and not have evidence. Because I have counter arguments for all the evidence that you suppose that you've always like come up with, you're making this very difficult on me. I'm using the same arguments I did on the first take. No, you're not, because you're not bringing up any of them. <laughs> yes, I just did. Okay, what about your your whole bullshit with the photographs? The shadows, you mean? Yeah. The fact that none of the shadows face the same fucking direction. They don't face the same. They do face the same direction, but the moon the moon is an uneven terrain, so it's going to warp the shadows slightly, but not to the vastly different degrees it's not even that different and it absolutely will will warp it vastly because it's incredibly uneven it's not like a bump in the fucking gravel it's like a whole new terrain there's still a plus tiny the light source is completely different because the moon only hits the sun or the sun only hits the moon from like one angle all the time okay then why is there, I'm trying to remember the numbers, but I believe it was like six or seven degrees difference in the shadow directions. Because the 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 the, the, the ground is so jagged the, and so rough, it's going to distort the, the shadows, especially if there's only one light source. Maybe to a degree or two. Bullshit. Bullshit. It's like, it's like, like caverns almost. Like, it's so... So far, like maybe it's the moon on a surface, but not where they supposedly landed. Oh Plus, that was a pretty flat uh, here, plane. Here's a, here's an argument. How the fuck are they going to perfectly recreate the surface of the moon when they've never been there? We have pictures, but not to that degree. Because when you footage of moon landings from then on look exactly the same. 
and pictures of the moon look exactly the same as it did in the first Apollo footage. There is no physically possible way, especially with, with the camera and f photography technology we had in, back in the day, there is no fucking way we could have recreated it so perfectly. There is no way. We had some pretty damn good Plus, cameras. I, w I would like to bring up Especially a the point. ones with telescopic lenses. Here, here's a point I would like to bring up. The moon landing was physically impossible to fake. Absolutely impossible to fake. It would have been too expensive. It would not have been fucking. It would have not have been fucking possible to fake that light source ever in that time frame. Now we could probably do it, but to fake the light source to the degree that we did to mimic the sun perfectly on the surface of the moon, we did not have the lighting technology for it back then because it would have needed to be done with laser lighting. Which at the time was not only only available in red, which would not have been able we would not have been able to fix, and it would have appeared too dark in black and white footage. We also could not afford them. It was not in the budget of the it was not in the budget of NASA to afford them. It was not in the budget of the country to afford them. It was not possible. You would have needed millions of these tiny lasers to mimic the light source of the sun perfectly. A, there is no stage lighting that could have mimicked it. There is no lighting, there, there was no lighting on earth at that time that was hype, that was readily available and, and affordable that could have mimicked the, the, the light source of the sun. There's no way. There was 36 billion dollars were funded for this supposed project. 36 billion dollars sure builds one hell of a fucking light wall with some kind of diffuser screen, that's some kind of spread the light out evenly. That's what I'm saying. It would have been more expensive. No, it would have been more expensive to no. buy all of these lights. Not to mention, to to fake an event to that degree, we would have needed to keep 400,000 employees quiet. We would have needed to co to corroborate, 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 corroborate the story with higher up government agencies and with every government or with with governments from countries all over the world including russia who why the fuck would they try to help us did you know russia has never even once accused us of faking the moon landing russia has never That's because they have russia no way of has, finding that evidence. they have never once accused us of faking the moon landing they russia has openly said that we beat them there fair and square Never once has, has russia accused of uh, accused us of faking the moon landing because we did because we were there no, we fucking weren't. And yes, they have we no were. way of tracking it because the tracking technology they would have needed to no. track the space shuttle from orbit to the surface of the moon didn't exist because it just wasn't that fine-tuned. It didn't exist for another, I believe it was six years. And at that time, when that technology became like, yeah, we're just like, hey, yeah, we fucking got this now. NASA goes, oh, well, we're not doing any more moon landings now. And $36 billion, I bet you they spent maybe... Five billion to build this soundstage, and they spent the other thirty-one billion to pay people off. And you don't need four. Would you say four hundred thousand or four thousand employees, whatever it was? You don't need that many people to pay off. You launch a rocket at the same time as you were supposedly going to, while shooting the shit in the soundstage. You need maybe, maybe a few hundred people involved in it, and a presidential gag order means a hell of a lot when a gun's pointing to you at the time. And how is Russia supposed to have any evidence that we didn't land on the moon when we didn't allow any such evidence to leak on probably, and don't say the government isn't capable of doing this, I know for a fact they are, 
say, hey, you speak a fucking word of this, we're going to kill you, we're going to kill your family, we're going to basically erase your existence completely. You realize that we brought evidence back. There's footprints still on the moon, specifically from the from of the Apollo when it when it landed on the moon it created like imprints into the ground and they're still there. We also brought back a moon rock. Though they said it was a moon rock. It's a, it's a moon rock. It came from the moon because we've been there. And as far as the footprints and all that jazz, those are pretty easy to fake. Fuck, Mythbusters did it. Mythbusters also disproved parts of like your moon landing theory. They absolutely have. Like, there it just there is there's no way we could have faked the moon landing. It it didn't make sense monetarily. It didn't make sense scientifically. Why would we fake something that we could do? Because it, it would have cost more money and been harder to fake the moon landing. It literally was easier to send a man to the moon than was to fake the moon landing. You guys also argued about the flag last time. Yeah, no, I remember that. But she's just going to go on the same spiel of this bullshit and all that jazz. Because the flag kept rippling in the vacuum of space. It's not rippling! It fucking it, did. Okay, gravity on the moon is different from gravity on Earth. On the Earth. Gravity on the moon... When you nut in space, it push you backwards. When you nut in space, do it push, push you, you backwards. backwards. <laughs> Anywho, gravity on the moon is different. What you're seeing is that they turned... They put the flag into the ground and turned it. You can see in, like, gifts of it happening that the flag is not rippling. It's not rippling. It's just taking a longer time to settle after being disrupted because the gravity on the moon is different. Then why in the footage does it show that flag sitting still and then waving again having nobody touched it? That's not... It doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It's, it's not fluttering. There's no, of course, there is no breeze in space. It flooded, it only fluttered when the astronauts moved it into position. And without air to cause the drag, the movements, like, caused the free corner of the flag to swing like a pendulum. I think Mythbusters, I think that's the one that Mythbusters disclaimed. Or de debunked, that's the word. You girl's a tired, tired girl. Bottom line is, Moonland was faked. It was not faked. It was faked. No, because it... Logistically, it just doesn't make sense. No, logistic. they've said logistically it doesn't make sense. You think the government isn't capable oh of lying? Oh my god. It's not a matter... Like, why would we... Why would we fake something we could have easily just... Because just we couldn't easily, easily do it. We didn't yes, have the technology could. to do it. I'm not saying we never landed on the moon. Later we did. But that first moon landing was fake. No, it wasn't. Besides, why would... If we... If, here's, here's what I'm gonna... Here's what I'm gonna fucking throw at you today. If we were so concerned about boosting morale and about beating Russia, why didn't we do it two years later? Why didn't we do it that year? If we were going to fake the moon landing, why not just fake it immediately after? Why not show Russia up right then and right there? Because we had been... Why? Why? Sorry. You... 
we had already been evaluating this 15 years fucking behind. If we'd done it the next year or two years later, they would be like, oh yeah, bullshit. And there wouldn't be people in the country. Well, there probably would still be people in the country saying that, oh, the moon landing wasn't fake. I mean, fuck, there's flat earthers, which, for the record, flat earthers and anti-vaxxers are idiots. No. No, because that okay, you were in one of two camps. Either we we were we it's either we had the technology to fake the moon landing, or we didn't have the technology to get there. Either we were concerned about boosting morale and beating Russia, or we weren't concerned enough to do it right now. There's it's 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 this weird paradox that conspiracy theorists get into. You have to you have to see things. Like, you have to be so right. You have to believe that what you're saying is true, that you will contradict yourselves. And I don't mean you as a person. I mean conspiracy theorists in general. But, like, you can't say that one thing happened, but, like, you you, you contradict yourself. Because it's either... We needed to land on the moon. We needed to show Russia, so we faked it. Ah, but we waited for eight years. We didn't need it that bad. We could have, you know, we, we didn't want to do it five years down the road, three years down the road. We waited eight fucking years. That doesn't make sense Maybe to it me. took eight years to match a soundstage to the images we had. But we couldn't have matched the, we could not have matched that soundstage. And there was no soundstage, first of all. Yes, it was. First of all. It, it's, it's not, it was not possible. It just wasn't. It just like it wasn't possible. We didn't have the technology. We didn't we, have any of the things we needed to, to do it. We did not have the technology to perform a landing on the moon that was not a crash landing. That's why Russia stopped trying to go to the moon because they kept fucking crash landing on there and people was dying. So we beat them. So we won. That's the bottom line. Why? Why? If if the moon landing had really been faked, why wouldn't Russia have? Ever. With all of the evidence that conspiracy theories have thrown out there, why would Russia never have officially come out and been like, I don't think you fucking went there? Probably because at this point, Russia doesn't give a shit. I'm not saying right now. I'm saying in general. Why would they have never come out and been like, yeah, I don't think you fucking did it? That would immediately shake our confidence. Even just questioning it would have, would have shaken the confidence of the American people. And they didn't. Because they didn't think we faked it. Because nobody except conspiracy theorists thinks we faked it. The, the, the fact that, that the country we were directly competing with doesn't even think that we faked the moon landing really is like telling. It really is to me. I disagree. I think the Russians, like I said, they just said, fuck it. You know what? It doesn't matter. Why would they do that? That doesn't make any sense. That's, that's no, another thing. No. Now, especially now, they're probably like, it was so far in the past, what the fuck does it matter? Back then, they didn't have the ability to disprove it. They didn't have the tracking technology. And if they'd had the tracking technology, they obviously didn't fucking turn it on. So for all they know, we just landed and they just didn't see the shuttle go by. What? If, okay, let, let me see if I can explain this with crayons. So... They were in space. My understanding is they already had someone out in space. Trying and they were looking at the moon, doing whatever fuck they were doing. And they did not track the space shuttle flying to the moon. Well, one, they didn't have the technology to do so. So, 
how are they going to disprove that it happened based on their evidence at the time when they couldn't track a space shuttle that went there? Their technology wasn't good enough to actually track the space shot, the space shuttle. And unless they had a camera pointing right at where we supposedly landed, which they didn't. And also, I would like to mention, in certain pictures from higher up angles, every single shadow is facing the same way. Every single one. Neil Armstrong's shadow, Buzz Aldrin's shadow, the shadow of the flag, the shadow of the shuttle. Every single shadow is facing the exact same way. I just, it, it doesn't make sense. And I would like to bring up the fact of people saying, well, there's no, you can't see the stars. It's common in photography for smaller lighting sources to be drowned out by larger lighting sources when there's that much contrast. The sky being as dark as it was and the lighting source from the sun, especially with that kind of photography we had back in the day, would have immediately drowned out the stars. That's the reason you don't see them. It just... It doesn't make or, or it could any, be the fact that they sense. blacked out the soundstage except for the and giant light wall. Why? Like, that doesn't make any sense either. If people, like, if people were to think, like, oh, well, we could see the stars if we were in space, why didn't they just put a, why didn't they make it more, like, starry? Which would have been stupid to do because mm -hmm. we know that we can't see the stars in space with that kind of photography. Which is probably why they didn't fucking put stars on the big black sheet they hung up. You guys are never going to not fight about this. Yeah, because DJ's You're getting married in less saying. than a month, and you're never going to stop fighting I'm going to demand that she puts at the moon landing It just doesn't make any sense to me, because you you are so like, Oh, I don't blame you for anything, but you blindly believe this like you refuse to see anybody else's point and that's the thing is like i have taken into consideration like all of these things but i've studied them and i've looked into reasons why like reasons for and reason against the moon landing like why it sh why it was faked why it wasn't and the evidence proving that it was not faked far outweighs the the theories of why it was the evidence proving it was not faked all points back to official government documents. No, it doesn't. And no, no smart person follows the official government document. It does not. No, it does not. You know me. I don't trust the government. Why would I blindly listen to something that the government's telling me? No, you're blindly listening to the people. No, because I'm looking at the scientific facts. The government's not out there telling me that that a light source from... The, the government's not out there telling me, oh, we couldn't have faked that because lasers. No, that's scientists. The government's not out there telling me that the reason that the, the surface of the moon, or the surface of the moon is the reason that the shadows are wrong. Oh, you mean the scientists with government funding? That doesn't mean anything. You think the government's going to allow any research to be leaked that doesn't match their official statement? Think about actual conspiracies, like MKUltra. Think about things like that. It it's, it's, the government was performing tests on human beings for mind control. Think about that. That got out. Things like that make sense. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. There's no reason we would have need, needed to fake the moon landing. There's no way we could have faked the moon landing. The first one was faked, and yes, we did need to. We, that was at, Why? That Why was at we... one, of the, like, one of the major climactic points of the Cold War. Why would we have needed to boost morale eight years later? Why? 
Why wouldn't we have worked something out? Like at that point, we would have, we maybe not over it, but it wouldn't have had the same cultural impact as it did in 1961. Why would we have waited eight years to boost morale? Why wouldn't we have done it that year? Because it was known that we were much. It wasn't much, known. Much, it was speculated. Much farther behind Russia technologically at the time. So to jump on it that close would have tipped our hand way too much. We had to give enough time. My bad. We had to give okay. enough time. Hello, my bad. We had to give enough time for people to believe that, oh yeah, we developed the technology. And the problem was, is the only people going to space in the U.S. at that time were fucking NASA, which was predominantly, I believe somewhere in the high 90th percentile, were being funded by the government. And they were told by President Kennedy, who said, we will land on the moon by the end of this decade. And 1969 rolled around and they went, fuck, we can't do it. We have to make it look like it because we can't make the president a liar. Because he's not like he said, we're pushing all of our efforts to land on the moon by... The end of the decade, he said, no, we will be on the fucking moon by the end of the decade. And they realized we couldn't fucking push it any farther. That, no, that, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense, and I'm getting such a headache. It, the thing that bothers me the most is that you refuse to believe anything else. You refuse. You will not listen. Same with I, you. No, that's not true, because like I just said, I was willing to listen back in my younger years. I say at 23 years old, I was willing to listen to people about, it's just like, I don't ever blindly dismiss conspiracy theories. I've looked into reasons why people are afraid of vaccines. I think they are all incredibly incorrect, but I've considered it. I still don't know where I stand on the JFK assassination because there's too many differing factors. The, the, the bottom line is that I was willing to investigate and look into the moon landing when people, when I was younger, were like, the moon landing was absolutely 100% fake. And every single thing that I have seen and read and, 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 and considered, just, it, it outweighs everything that the conspiracy theory side has, well, has presented. Well, I'm sorry. I've read the same, probably read the same fucking things and took the completely opposite take off of that. It just doesn't make any sense. Okay, well... I think we're going to stop it right there before you guys just go endlessly in the same circle of disagreeing forever. Do you mean like our entire marriage will be? Yep. And like, just to be clear, we're not, we're not trying to condemn people that believe the moon landing was faked. I am. Noelle is just (laughs) very passionate about her beliefs. And you know, being passionate about what you believe in isn't a bad thing. No. Um... I think my thing here is that I believe that everybody should be able to think freely. Um, I just think that you should not listen to what other people are saying and take it as, as fact. If you if you believe the moon landing is faked, I'm not going to fight you in person, I promise. Wait a minute. But, you're different. <laughs> but, I also think that you shouldn't, I don't believe in forming un, uneducated opinions about things like that. That's why I'm very quiet about things that I don't understand. Like, I don't have opinions on things that I'm not very educated about. Because I don't want to sound ignorant. 
Um, but I also think that you shouldn't, you shouldn't ever take, you should not take everything that, that another person says to you as fact when it comes to things like. As human beings, uh, we do this thing. I have a psych degree, just so everyone's aware. This isn't just pulling it out of my ass or whatever. I did take four years of classes for my degree in this. Um, humans do this thing called confirmation bias, where we fully listen to and search out information that confirms our beliefs, because looking at stuff that refutes our beliefs or or challenges us is harder for us so we much prefer to look for things that confirm what we believe already because it's easier for us to understand and comprehend and it's just a thing that humans do and it's a thing we do automatically but to be aware of that can help you change that mindset and help you look for things that don't necessarily follow with your personal beliefs oh it's my final note before i get out of here and let you deal with the ladies well, yeah. it's over after this. It's then. Let me say my thing. <laughs> I'll beat you with a stick. <laughs> We're not going to tell you what you do or don't need to believe or what is or isn't true other than the fact that Noelle's wrong and I'm right. Not wrong. But at the end of the day, just remember, the earth is not flat. If you believe so, you're an idiot. Anti-vaxxers... Don't be so confrontational. Anti-vaxxers are stupid. And the moon landing was faint. Bye. Not was it? Oh my god. Okay. Um... Yeah, I guess we're going to sign off on this episode. I think we had a good time recording it the first time. We had an equally good time recording it the second time. I'm also very tired and very cranky. Well, you were hungover the first time. so I was very tired and very cranky dead, too. Yeah, you're, yeah, you, you, you're the same. You're the same emotionally. Um, so, yeah, I think we should do our, our sign-off. Thanks Later, so bitches. much. Get out of here. Thanks so much <laughs> for listening to the Weird Off Rumors podcast. Where, Erica, where can they find you? Where can they find me? What's your ad on Twitter at? Your ad on Instagram? Well, you in can... the description of this episode and the description of the podcast in general, there are like our links for our Facebook and our Twitter for the podcast. I am also Erica Galloway on everything. So if you want to find me on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, hit me up. I'm always happy to make new friends. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter as uh, Hero Turned Human. You can find me on Tumblr at Heartset West. And you can find me on Facebook on the podcast page. Yeah. Uh, that's that's where you'll find us and the podcast and future information. You know the line you know the line where the sign where the wow, I'm tired. You know the line where the sky meets the sea? That's where you'll find me. <laughs> it calls to me. Yeah. And no one knows how far, how far it goes. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay, I don't want us to get copyrighted. Nope. Thanks so much for listening. And get, get weird. weird.